0: Welcome to the Your Mom Has a Blog Podcast. I'm Chad Edgington.
1: And I'm Melissa Edgington. Ooh.
0: Sounds so good. This microphone right here is silky smooth. Can you tell the difference?
1: Uh, No. You can't? Nope.
0: I know this sounds good.
1: It sounds exactly the same to me. <laughs> well,
0: it's the exact same type of microphone. Um, but it's, it just seems like it's in better shape. These are really old. I bet this microphone right here is older than me. You think? I mean, I I bet it's from the early 70s. That's awesome, too, right? That something made that long ago sounds this good still. Whoever whoever invented that, he did way too uh, good of a job.
1: <sighs> Put himself out of business. <laughs> yeah,
0: like no one needs to buy another one. Oh, you got one of those? Oh, cool. And this microphone's interesting because it was designed for auditoriums with a lot of echo. And I don't understand how it was supposed to work, but on the side of it, if I touch it here, you can hear the, the, the side of the microphone picks up as well. So if you held it with your hand, that would be a problem.
1: Why would the side of the microphone need to pick up?
0: I don't know. Somehow that was supposed to make your voice sound... Really good in a room with lots of echo. Hmm. It's interesting. But, you know, I really like the way this sounds. I think I've already said that.
1: <laughs> I think you're in love with the sound of your own voice. Yeah.
0: No, it's just the microphone. It has a really crispy mid-range, this one. And the other one seemed a little hmm. So I knew I'm going to switch and see if I enjoy podcasting more. And you know what? It's made a huge difference already. <laughs> Huge difference. I am
1: happy for you.
0: Huge, huge difference. I mean, I'm.
1: Bless your heart. Just loving that. Just needed a new microphone.
0: Made me feel a lot better. Man, uh, so Sunday, that's uh, November 18th, 2018. And uh, this is episode 102 of Your Mom Has a Blog. This is it. So, how's the giveaway going?
1: Are you sure it's 102?
0: Was last night just 100?
1: No, oh, no. Friday was 100. Friday was 100, yeah. yeah. Giveaway is going great. Hope you've entered. If you haven't, you need to because it's a lot of great prizes. Tons of prizes. 16 prizes. Is that mm. what we figured out? Yeah. 16 prizes worth over, Four, well over 400000 $400,000. Four hundred dollars.
0: Four hundred dollars, yeah. Four hundred thousand pennies or something, maybe. I don't you know, know what
1: surprised me is, uh, is one of the entries is to leave a comment to talk about what you're most excited about mm-hmm. on the giveaway. You know what the most common answer has been?
0: They wanted my autograph. No. Oh no, no.
1: no. The most common answer has been the Hobby Lobby gift card. <laughs> Really? People love Hobby Lobby. I thought
0: people wanted the uh, nativity tradition.
1: Well, yeah. Some people said that and some people have said the um, Hello Bible Box. But I've had a lot of responses for Hobby Lobby.
0: You know why? That is such a fun place.
1: It is. I could spend a million dollars in there. Yeah. I really could.
0: My fate, it's like the one place that's left that has models.
1: You yes. Remember Models? You like Hobby Lobby for the toys.
0: Yeah. Well, for the hobbies, the hobby toys. Yeah. The hobbyist stuff. I mean, that's a place you can go and still get rockets and You can models. get little
1: kits to make the solar system model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or a volcano or all of the uh, dioramas.
0: When's the last time I bought rockets? Seems well, like I buy, them. I buy them every now and then. I mean, Sawyer's never had a rocket, has he? No. Hmm. Christmas idea. Hmm. If I can win that $50 gift card to Hobby Lobby.
1: You do know you're not eligible to win the giveaway. So right?
0: employees are not eligible to to enter?
1: No, especially not unpaid employees. It's
0: like the McDonald's <laughs> Monopoly game. The employees can't win? No. Mm.
1: No one um, that is related to... Well, this is your giveaway. <laughs> this is our giveaway. It's our giveaway. For yeah. our podcast. You can't win it.
0: Yeah. Could my mom win it?
1: Probably not. Oh,
0: really? She's out? She's out. Oh, man. What about your mom? Nope. Mm. Mm.
1: Because, you know, that wouldn't look right if if we drew our own mom's name. And then we would be like, hey, mom, can you give me some of that for Christmas?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or if you're trying to, like, trace down these strange names, you know.
1: Of the fake names? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like if
0: my mom enters under an alias...
1: Yeah.
0: You know. I don't think what? your
1: mom would do that. You're the diabolical one oh, no. who's coming up with all these illegal ways to yeah. try to keep this stuff.
0: They're like, oh, Barbara Streisand one. So happy for you, mom.
1: Okay. Hey, since you brought that up, I've been listening to... You. I'm officially in Christmas mode and have been for several weeks. If you
0: look at our house, it looks like we're in Christmas mode. It's exploded everywhere and we can't clean it up.
1: Um. So I've been listening to Holiday Traditions. It's a Sirius XM channel. It's channel three. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous. But there is a rendition of the Chris, the like my favorite things song. Mm-hmm. What's that song called?
0: It's called my favorite things.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, Barbara Streisand sings it. Yeah. It's officially. My least favorite Christmas song. Really? It beats Christmas Shoes.
0: Oh, really? That's a bad one. That's
1: how bad it is. Y'all should YouTube it and listen to Barbara Streisand sing that song.
0: Why is it so bad?
1: It's just brutal.
0: Snowflakes that stay on my nose and eyelashes. She sings the
1: whole thing five times slower than you're supposed to. Really? Yeah and she just dry sands it up all the oh, way through. Oh wow.
0: So it's how would you do, so you're like rain, drop, sun, roses like that? That's Yeah, kind
1: of like that, but it, it's dry sand.
0: I don't really I don't know what she sounds like.
1: Well, she just draws everything out. It's really bad. Yeah. And I even talked to her the first time I heard it.
0: And told her how bad it was. I
1: said, "Barbara, girl, that's ridiculous. Who
0: who who produced this record? You should fire them." Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's supposed
1: to be a cheery song. It doesn't sound cheery when Barbara sings it. No, it sounds depressing. Yeah,
0: these are a few of the, the, the reasons I want to die. That's what they, that's what it would be.
1: Yeah, that's if, what it sounds like. If I had like. to hear
0: it really slow, you know.
1: If, if you ever have the misfortune of, of seeing that one come up, just flip on over to the Beatles channel or something till it's we over. We can go
0: to channel four on Sirius. That's the real holiday station.
1: Yeah, but that music's not good. I mean, it's not bad. Holiday traditions is all. Mm. It's Frank Sinatra. Yeah. It's Bing Crosby. You know,
0: it's weird. Harry
1: Como. Christmas
0: is the time of year when the old style of music with the the big bands and all that, where, where there was talent involved before it was just everyone playing guitar loud, like me at the community service tonight. <sighs> Melissa told me to turn down embarrassing <laughs> your wife's like dude your guitar seriously sounds you. terrible
1: you know what i did i texted jake and he has a, an apple watch and so he saw it and then he told you i did it in the least intrusive way possible
0: yeah the the thing is whenever there's an amplifier the amplifier throws sound and i couldn't hear it yeah so i, I had no way of knowing but i'm glad you told me that because that makes no, me you're a, not makes me a better person
1: no you're not glad
0: well, I had it pointed over. Somehow
1: this... it hurts your feelings when I tell you to turn down your guitar.
0: Well, because you know, if it sounds good.
1: <laughs> it sounds good whenever it's not too loud. Yeah.
0: Some, people, some people love rock and roll and some people don't.
1: <laughs> I think uh, you just can't tell because you've played too much rock and roll <clears throat> and your hearing is damaged. I can't hear it.
0: I couldn't <laughs> hear the guitar. <laughs> but anyway, you know, back in the day, man, you had people writing music and playing, playing all sorts of instruments. You know, it was, it was, music was pretty. Yeah. And at Christmas time, it's like you realize, oh man, music used to be so good, you know, because I guess it was a f- more affordable. I don't know.
1: I don't
0: know. Like Pete, you could have a bigger band with less money or something. I don't know what maybe. the, well, I guess maybe there was just fewer outlets. It's so like if we were all listening to the same thing, if there were only three radio channels, right? Th- three TV channels. They're just going to spend a lot more money to produce the music. Now we just can sit here at the credenza and make music.
1: Oh, gosh. Is that what you're going to call this from now on?
0: I, I, think, I think it is a, really a credenza.
1: That just doesn't seem like a southern word to me.
0: Credenza. Is that better? <laughs> We're going to sit here at the credenza.
1: No. That doesn't work.
0: Okay. What do you want to call this? The hutch?
1: It's a desk.
0: No, that's the desk over here on the other side.
1: It's I'm a behind. double desk.
0: No, that, that, that doesn't sound intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> it's a desk, fire, a file cabinet, and a credenza.
1: To me, calling a desk a credenza is like calling a patio a uh, lanai.
0: Yeah, some of us are just kind of sophisticated, <laughs> especially with this new microphone. I'm like, hmm. So anyway, I like that too, but I like Channel 3. I could go up to Channel 4, though, hear Kelly Clarkson belting one out. No, I don't like that. I like that. If you
1: go up to Channel 4, all you're going to hear is, Last Christmas I gave you my heart, and the very next day you gave it away. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I forgot about that one.
1: (laughs) They play that every three minutes. that's
0: a bad song.
1: Yeah.
0: You know who who made a, a great Christmas song? The Tractors. Remember that back in the
1: 90s? What was the song? Santa
0: likes to rock it like a boogie woogie choo-choo train.
1: Yeah, I did like that song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not going to hear that on Traditions. No, you're not. That's a Channel Four song. Yeah. Or that's like the prime country on Christmas Day. You but can the
1: say. ultimate country song was Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer.
0: Yes. Not on Traditions. <laughs> Another one not on Traditions. Man. Again, I'm sure we've talked about that before in the blog, too. Like, do you remember just, or I don't, you probably don't have this memory, but I just remember when that song would come on the radio. Pure elation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing it. Quick, record it. Did yeah. you have one of those boom boxes that you could record?
1: Of course. Yeah, off the radio. Yeah. Hit hey, record, hit hey, record. We leave it on. Our... So you would never get the beginning of any song or and the would be, DJ would come it in. It would and be talk. like the
0: DJ talking over the intro. Yes. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in tonight. Give us a call. Kit Kranick, give us a call. What do you want to hear tonight?
1: That was back when we were doing, we had a a radio station in a small town, close to our small town, that did requests and dedications. Oh, okay. And so they would let junior high kids call in and make dedications. So there was there was all this code language going on yeah. where where girls were calling in and insulting each other
0: through <laughs> through
1: dedication.
0: How how, would you, how exactly do you insult someone through the dedication? <laughs>
1: oh, they had their ways.
0: <laughs> like what?
1: And then everybody would listen and like they would...
0: using initials or something.
1: Well, I don't I don't specifically remember, yeah. but
0: DM wants to tell SC that her tires are going to be slashed tomorrow at school.
1: <laughs> no, it was something more subtle than that, but. Not much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's cool.
1: Well, I guess we should probably...
0: She'd been drinking too much eggnog. When you sing it, it's such a dumb song. It's the dumbest song ever.
1: It was dumb when you listened to people sing it.
0: I know, it's so dumb. It's so dumb.
1: But and yet, I like we it. We love it. When it comes on, I sing.
0: All right, here we go. This is day 18 in Nutty DeVent. We sad that there's only 12 days left.
1: Gosh, I'm brokenhearted.
0: No, you're not. <laughs> we don't have to podcast again for another six months.
1: <laughs> um, It's day 18 in 30 days to a deeper connection in your marriage. And today is kind of a big one. It's a big one for Christian couples. Tell us what it is, Chad.
0: Well, we're kind of going back to that Ephesians chapter 5 concept there that, you know, just as Christ is to present the church as a pure, radiant bride without spot or blemish, that, you know, what is our primary duty in marriage? It's to help each other spiritually. It's to help each other grow spiritually in our knowledge of the word, our knowledge of who God is, um, in our ability to worship God. And in our obedience to his word. So we're just talking about tonight about how a couple should be more spiritually minded than worldly minded. Right. And I talked about that in my sermon today where I sort of was mentioning sort of when that shift of understanding that took place in my mind. Which, you know, of course, the ramifications are still working out for me to be more obedient to that. But there was a time where just the the shift occurred, mm-hmm. where I realized everything is not about God doesn't exist so that we can be happy, right? But we exist to glorify Him, and then kind of the John Piper idea that we're most happy when we're most satisfied in Him, mm-hmm. and not trying to get the Lord to satisfy us. And I don't know. I, I've it's interesting that sermon this morning. I was t- saying all that in the context of suffering. Um, in First Peter chapter four, twelve through nineteen, and I thought the sermon was a mess because I was skipping so much of it. I had chunks of all this tiny font notes, ch- just chunks of bullet points and paragraphs of stuff, and I just skipped it. It just would jump to another part, and I thought, I don't know. This is this is not going well. I got I got first I've gotta end this. The Cowboys were playing at noon. When you <laughs> preach in Texas, let me tell you there's a thing. When you preach in Texas, you need to know when the Cowboys play. Right. And you don't want to abuse that. And yes, it is more important to preach than to watch the Cowboys. But um I I say, you know, I really want to watch the Cowboy game too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't like to. I just I was running out of time. I've been pre I'd been preaching since eleven eighteen, and it was noon. So I'd already preached for, for I've already preached I'd already preached for forty minutes,
1: hmm.
0: and I still had. I mean, there were chunks that I didn't get to, but people have said and texted me it was really good about this about the suffering, and you know talking about that connection between our suffering and god 's glory, and only if you look at only if you look at your life as that it 's to be centered around god 's will and not your will um, can that can that make sense and you know marriage is interesting because it's like we get to suffer together, yeah, you know it's true, and uh you know being married to you it's been
1: don't say it
0: <laughs> I mean I'm just saying that it's been very sanctifying. <sighs> The crucible of it, and being married to me as well, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure you've been able to see how other people suffer being married to other guys. <laughs> You're like, gosh, man, people really suffer. I feel sorry for that lady. No, but marriage is that opportunity we have to share a, a life of suffering with one another. And I was thinking at the end of that sermon, I was like, man, this is the kind of sermon where it's like, you're making Christianity sound like it's awful, you know? Suffering, 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 identifying with Christ, identifying with Christ, suffering. And I thought at the end, I thought, well, this is, this is, you know, this is how you know that someone's conversion is true. If they hear this and they believe,
1: Yeah,
0: it's a real deal. Well, marriage is, you know... Uh, it's hard when you're marrying a couple not to make it seem like this is going to be awesome, but a lot of things of it aren't awesome.
1: Well, well, that's because you're living life. Life is hard.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, and the, and if you're two Christians, you're like doubling up the Christian suffering. You know, yeah. if if the Bible's true, and think about those vows. You know, um, for better. For worse, for sickness, for health. What's the other one?
1: Richer, or richer, poor.
0: or for poorer? Like half of the vows are really bad because <laughs> it's like saying, "Hey, in the good times, in the bad times too." Yeah, you know, and there's there's suffering through that, and in that suffering, we identify with Christ. We become um, more sanctified, and we should help each other through that suffering. Um, to help each other spiritually to grow in knowledge worship and obedience and to read the our point there
1: are you talking about this yeah it's incompatible with love to neglect each other's souls dang yeah that's good
0: i mean think about that if you if you don't care for your spouse for her spirit that's not loving her mm. And you think, oh, I provide this, I provide this, I provide this, but if you don't nurture her soul, I mean, you don't care. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's the that's the part of her that's going to live forever.
1: Yeah, we need to think about each other in in eternal terms, in terms of eternity.
0: That's the next point. Only only a foolish couple would care more about this life than the next life. Right. This life is so short. Yeah. And even though we're not going to be married in the next life, I've lately had this idea. Why would you go to heaven and not be around all the people that you already knew? Yeah. It's like in heaven, we'll be around everyone that we knew. Surely we'll be around each other. Now it'd be sad to think, oh, we had all this time together on earth when things were different. When or during our lifetime, you know, we related to each other in a different way, but I guess there's no tears in heaven. That's what Eric Clapton said. But if there's no... Like, we're not going to have any remorse or our tears will be dried. But that's sad to think that, you know, at least from this perspective, that someone's going to have this long eternity and you could have prepared them better for it and you didn't care. Yeah. You know, only a foolish couple cares more about this life than the next.
1: But, you know, the way that we live a lot of times does show that we think more about now than we think about. Oh, sure. The eternal. Sure. Um, it's it's hard to keep an eternal mindset whenever mm-hmm. you're dealing with all the troubles of this world.
0: Right, right.
1: But well. we really do need to think of each other in those terms and in the fact that one day, you know, in the same way that I think about how my children will one day stand before Jesus. mm And I want them to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. We should want that for each other. And it's part of my job is to, is to help you, you know, um, grow spiritually and to achieve, um, to make that a pleasing moment, you know, a good moment and not a moment of of sorrow whenever you stand before Christ.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I know you're saying maybe achieve is not the best word. I don't know what that would be. Just, you want to facilitate that. Right. Pres- you want, there's a certain way that you could present me, you know, as Christ presents the church, we present each other. Right. Look what my project was. And you want to be able to say more than, I got this guy to, to quit making rude noises and I got him to wash his feet in the shower.
1: <laughs> right. And, you know, we especially don't want to, and this comes into our next point here, we don't want to hinder the things that God is trying to do in our spouse's spirit. You know, we don't want to be a naysayer. We don't want to... Um, we don't want to... Golly, I can't get my words out tonight. You're having a hard time. I'm struggling.
0: Okay, we don't want to quench the spirit in each other. Um, we don't want to discourage people from from following Christ. That's what I would say. I mean, the spirit's moving upon us, right? You feel impressed. You feel, you know, illuminated. Yeah. To something or to follow in a certain way, you, whenever that's going on, encourage that in one another, um, help facilitate that, but don't quench the spirit. You know, um, when someone feels convicted to do something, it's so easy to talk them out of it. Yeah. You know, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Um,
1: it's yeah. And we've had experiences like that in our marriage where one of us maybe is thinking, feeling like, Oh, we shouldn't do this or that or we shouldn't watch this or that or whatever. And it can be very easy for us to just say, oh, you know, that's not that big of a deal.
0: Right. Right. So, so don't do that. Yeah. Um, don't worry more about house fires than hell fires. You know, don't put too much stock in your things. Don't put too much stock in your human earthly achievements. Um don't worry about the things that you've accomplished here burning up to the neglect of the fact that you don't want to burn up forever and eternity.
1: Right. So,
0: um, and then even, even just the the way that wood, hay and um, stubble burns up, make sure you're investing in the right things. And then finally, first Peter chapter three, verse seven, uh, for the husband. Oh, oh, oh that's a different one.
1: Yeah. Isn't
0: it? Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's later. I was about to jump into another day and we do not need to do that, do we?
1: We need all the ideas. We need all
0: the ideas that we have to make 30 days of talking about marriage relevant.
1: But you know, I feel like I've done a terrible job of talking about this one. And yet it's, I feel it's one of the most important ones is for us to really think about how can we help each other spiritually? How can we encourage each other spiritually? How can we sharpen each other the way iron sharpens iron? And and really spur each other on to good works and to growth and to mm. knowing Jesus more every day.
0: Mm. I think part is just listening and, and, you know, not taking someone that has a spiritual conviction and, and uh, per- perceiving that to be some kind of a statement about your lack of spirituality or something like that. Like if God's doing something in my life, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing something wrong. Right. If I say, well, I I don't know if we should do this anymore. "Mm, Okay, let's not do that anymore.
1: But it can be very easy for us to lead each other into sin. Mm -hmm. It's very easy for that to happen in marriage. And that's something I think we have to be very careful of and to make sure that not only are we encouraging each other to grow, but that we're not taking each other by the hand and leading one another into, you know, sinful ways yeah. that are going to hurt us spiritually.
0: But also it's also true. I think that it's, it's easy to lead someone to sin. It's easier in the It's easy in the marriage also to, to lead the other person to righteousness, you right. know, um, cause you're together all the time. Right. I mean, man, if everybody's discipleship relationship was, you know, or marriage was like a discipleship relationship, it's the perfect one because you're always together. Right. You share everything. I mean, talk about a common life. So yeah. learn from each other, and don't. Qu- and whenever someone's feeling convicted, consider what God is teaching them. As we go back to my complicated one flesh idea, if God is teaching your wife something, He's teaching you something at the same time because you're one flesh. Right. So that w- that works the same way. But so, um, remember your primary duty in marriage: to help each other spiritually, in knowledge, worship, and obedience. So don't don't forget there's a there's a bigger purpose to your marriage than just you know making sure there's food um,
1: keeping the kids alive Keeping the
0: kids alive. Yeah, it's even bigger than that. So all right. Okay. Podcast 102. It's in the books.
1: All right. We'll be back tomorrow. All right. <laughs> See Bye-bye. you then. Bye-bye.